From the PSIA AASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, I'm George Thomas. Very icy and snowy outside, so really good to be talking indoors with Kevin Jordan, Mark Aiken, and Ryan Ravinsky. We're going to be chatting about the Alpine Field Guide. Guys, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, thank you, George. Thanks for having us all on. So if I could just have you introduce yourselves. Kevin, let's start with you. Sure. I'm Kevin Jordan, and I'm based at Aspen Snowmass, and I'm a member of the National Alpine Team. Mark? Uh, Mark Aiken. I'm a pro at Stowe, Vermont. I'm an Eastern Region examiner, and I've been on the uh, Eastern ACE team for a number of years. ACE stands for Advanced Children's Educator, and I'm a freelance writer. And Ryan? Yeah, I'm Ryan Ravinsky. I'm from Jackson Hole. I've been here for about 27 years, and I'm uh, on the Alpine Education Staff and Examiner here. All right, well, Kevin, let's start with you. How did this kind of come to fruition? Was it a, a specific plan that was, you know, delivered to you all, or was it something that just was a kind of a vague idea and you guys got together and, and put this thing together? Yeah, George, uh, this is Kevin, by the way, and uh, basically how it came to fruition is, you know, Mark and I had an opportunity to uh, work together on the Teaching Children's Snow Sports Manual, and when I say we work together, yes, we have the co-author title, title, but if you ever look at the, you know, acknowledgments or the kind of the credits page, there's like 20 or 30 names <laughs> uh, that put that together, so there's there's a lot of credit, a lot of, pro, pro, you know, props that we have to give to others. Um, but there had always been, as a compliment to it, this like children's, uh, used to be called like the Alpine Children's Handbook. And really, I'm going to let, I'm going to turn it over to Ryan here in a second, but Dave Schuling put Mark and I in touch uh, with Ryan uh, because Ryan kind of had a project already going. And, you know, we, we wanted to kind of tap into that a little bit, but I'll, I'll pass it over to Ryan. I want him to kind of share uh, this idea of how he kind of created like a, bag of tricks manual at Jackson Hole for instructors. That's awesome because I really wanted to get into this with you, Ryan, about this original flip book, which I'm very anxious to hear about. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, when I started in my journey as an instructor, you know, I would take these great trainings with my mentors and my trainers over the years. And, you know, you learn these great games, these great tricks and drills along the way. And then a month later, I found I was in a lesson and thought, oh, this would be a great place to use that. And I was thought to myself, wait, what was it again? So when I started kind of uh, doing these trainings, I just would come home at night and I would just start writing them out. And over the course of, you know, three, four five seasons, all of a sudden I had this full legal pad of just of a just page after page of games and drills and was talking about it to one of my mentors here, Beth Carlson, who's on the uh, Children's Task Force. And she had mentioned that, hey, this might be a pretty good resource. Maybe you should start putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard and, and type this out. So I just ended up typing all of it out and relating it to, at the time, to the skills concept. And it's just over the years kind of took on a life of its own here at uh, in Jackson Hole. 
So, Ryan, when you were first putting this together, is are these games that you actually created on your own and games and and techniques that you learned from other instructors at Jackson Hole? Uh, some of the games I created on my own, but a lot of ski teaching is all about plagiarism. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you learn great tricks and you see other instructors uh, doing something with their guests or their clients and say, hey, wait, what was that that you were working on? That looked fun and it looked really effective. So, you know, in the in the front of the book, uh, just uh, Kevin had mentioned, there's definitely there's a page with a lot of acknowledgments of a lot of instructors and uh, that I had over your trainers that I had over the years that that gave me the ideas to uh, to put these down, to write all these down. So, Mark, when you were first exposed to the uh, flip book, what was it like for you? Were you just like, oh, my gosh, this is really I mean, what was your reaction when you saw it? Um, I was really impressed. Uh, you know, it was um, like uh, it, it seemed like hundreds of um, activities all in one place in a flip book. Um, and I was just impressed that someone like, you know, obviously years of collecting all of these ideas and a lot of photocopying. <laughs> that, so, uh, Kevin, how, is this available now? And how big is it? I mean, will it fit in an instructor's jacket? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, backing up a second, we actually wanted to re-kind of design. So, uh, like, how I mentioned before, uh, and by the way, it's Kevin again, it's the, uh, you know, the Alpine Children's Handbook, and there was, like, an adult um, handbook as well. Those had a lot of information and everything in them. So what we did with Ryan's help a little bit, he had the template kind of ready for it. Um, he, what we wanted to do was create like something that was practical, something, and we were calling it the field guide and the whole premise behind that is we wanted to help pros instructors, like who are in the field, like they're in the trenches and maybe they're a new hire and it's December 28th, 29th, and they just don't know what to do next <laughs> in a lesson. And we just figured like we could give them a resource that could actually help them. Uh, do something right because if they don't know what to do there's a tendency to either just you know let's just keep on skiing and there's nothing wrong with with practice and mileage and that kind of stuff but it's also trying to give them some tools so i'd actually love mark to kind of tell the story a little bit but we myself and mark were actually coaching our kids uh soccer teams and we stumbled across like a resource and so we found this resource and I'm going to hand it over to Mark because I think he can actually tell this story a little bit better, but it's important for kind of the listeners to hear how this came to fruition. But to answer your question, George, yes, it is available. Yes, it is in a, a kind of notebook size, and you can also buy it digitally. And if you buy it digitally, you have access to all the videos. Um, the book has a QR code for each level, and the, for each level, you can, there's like a playlist on YouTube uh, that just shows you the games and the activities and the drills uh, per chapter. So it's pretty well thought out and everything, but I'm going to let Mark tell the story a little bit about how this came to fruition. Sure. So this is Mark. Um, in the fall of, what was it? It was 2022, the three of us. Um, Dave put the three of us together and we had uh, like a weekly Zoom call. And uh, we should also uh, give a shout out to Laura Duff and Dave, who also attended all of those calls. But it was really the three of us 
you know, coming up with a vision for what um, the the Alpine Field Guide would ultimately be like. And um, and for a while, we weren't sure, um, you know, how to improve on what Ryan had already done. And like Kevin said, he and I were both coaching six-year-old soccer, and I don't play soccer. And so it um, devolved into a conversation about, like, hey, by the way, what are you doing uh, in practice tonight? And um, Kevin found Mojo Soccer, which is an online resource for soccer coaches, um, kids soccer coaches, that would have these great um, well videos that talked about you know a drill. Maybe it was called Space Invaders. It would talk about um, what the drill looks like, why you would do it, how to set it up. And uh, so we would um, watch these videos. And after a while, we sort of one of us said, uh, you know, I think this is the Alpine Field Guys. You know, we've got Kevin's, uh, Ryan's great ideas, and uh, but how are we going to present it in a way that's useful for ski pros? And we sort of base it on this these soccer videos. Um, my team did not go undefeated in soccer, but I think we came up with a, a, a pretty readable and usable resource for ski pros. So, Ryan, how does this work? I, I've got your notebook, and I'm with a class of kids, and I'm just having a really rough time and <laughs> how can I effectively use this book on the spot? Like you said, Kevin, it's December 28th. I'm already feeling some burnout because I've been working like crazy since Thanksgiving. I've been buried with busy lessons. Everybody's enjoying Christmas. I'm working. <laughs> and it, it's one of those times when I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is a great job. I love it. But I'm just so stressed and I don't know what to do next. Is this something when you get it, should you look through it and kind of familiarize yourself with it? I mean, obviously you don't want to wait until you're just desperate, but how can you most effectively use this to really help you? I think there's two ways to kind of use it most effectively. One is right on the spot. You know, the, the book is broken down by level, so the levels one through nine that most ski schools use. And then it's also each, within the level, each game is also broken down by fundamental. So if you're working on a student that's having problems with fore-aft balance or having a student that has problems with foot-to-foot uh, uh, pressure, you can look through it, flip through it really quickly as a level four student, find the find the fundamental that works on foot to foot, and it's got right, and you've got four or five games right there at your fingertips to to look through. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I think it's really effective for that instructor that is four, five, six years in, starting to maybe go for their level two or level three, and they just don't have enough knowledge uh, knowledge base or uh, have enough ideas to kind of have in their back pocket to teach effective lessons that or the uh, lessons that could be more effective. So they can flip through this, and even if they don't use this specific game or drill, start giving them some additional ideas where, hey, I can adapt this game or drill to my lesson, it's going to change it a little bit, but I think it will be really effective for my students. So I think those are the two best ways to use it, either as, as a direct resource for the new instructor or just kind of an idea pool for that little more seasoned instructor. Okay, I love that. And I mean, it sounds very easy to actually look up. I, you really organize this great. I, I really want to see it. 
Um, Kevin, this question is for both you and Mark. Um, how do you see this complementing uh, teaching children snow sports? Kevin, let's start with you. Yeah, thanks, George. Um, I think, you know, Ryan kind of hit it on the, the head there where, you know, yes, we organized it by levels uh, one through nine, but we had, you know, a lot of conversations about, well, how do we break down those levels and what are the levels and how do we do this? And so um, how this really complements like the teaching children's snow sports manual is the sense of uh, the theory and some of the knowledge and some of the more important um you know, models, like say some, for example, like the cab model, you're going to find that information in the manual. What you're not going to find it as much, you might find some references to it in the children's field guide. However, uh, it's more the practical, like what are you doing and kind of like why and the how are you doing it? But if you want more details on the why, you're really going to have to go to the manual. Uh, but the other thing I just wanted to mention, and I'll let Mark jump in there, is that in the levels as well, we've also tried to mirror how we set up certification in the sense of the beginner novice zone is levels one through four. And then the intermediate zone is actually levels five through seven. And then the advanced or expert zone is really levels eight and nine. And that's how we mirror how certification works. Uh, and so we talked a lot about that. Now we realize there's a lot of resorts that might and areas that might use the levels a little differently. And we do want to like create some leeway for that in the sense of, yes, we put this drill activity exercise in this level thinking like this might be the place that most people kind of put it, but it doesn't mean you can't use it for a different level. Just as if we prioritized a certain fundamental, there's no reason why you couldn't make an argument that another fundamental is just as important. So mm -hmm. when Mark was talking about the, zoom calls once a week you know we had these discussions about like well, what about this and what about that and what about you know and we even had that conversation of like the one uh danger of this resource is that people could like go fundamentally which means like oh because it's in the book and it says you know control the relationship of the center of mass over the base of support and direct pressure along the length of the ski because it says that that's the only one it can be used for it's like no there's a little bit of a caveat that you can also make you know, arguments for other things, but we just happened that the consensus that we found is most instructors, most pros kind of tend to use this activity with this focus, but it doesn't mean that you can't use it uh, for something else. Mark, these creative sessions sounds like they uh, could have really gone into the weeds. <laughs> How did you guys stay focused? Right. Well, um, I mean, we definitely, uh, we went back and forth on several of the activities like, uh, no, 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 this one, um, this, one of us would think that this was the main fundamental addressed. Another would think another fundamental was the main, uh, fundamental addressed. And, you know, it, it's impossible to isolate a fundamental. So, um, whenever you're making skiing movements, you are blending, um, really all of the fundamentals. And so we certainly, um, you know, that was a hard part for sure. Um, you know, just going back to the original question, which was, uh, you know, what does the manual do and what does the field guide do? The manual, like Kevin said, uh, covers the theories, um, the cap model, um, you know, all of the why. And the field guide, um, 
you know, I don't know if we've uh, mentioned specifically what it uh, includes, but it has 140 plus activities. Um, you know, like uh, Kevin and Ryan said, arranged by level and fundamental. Um, each activity has a section on what it works on, what it looks like, and why do it. And uh, and then there's a video attached to each of the um, activities that you can access on your uh, on your phone through QR codes. Ryan, this has got to make you feel so proud of what you put together kind of on your own and to see what it's grown into. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I said the, the, you know, the, the Word document has been kind of going around our ski school for probably seven years, eight years or so. Wow. And I'll be doing a, you know, an in-house train your clinic and someone will mention, oh yeah, I've got this great, someone made a great Google doc. I was like, Oh, I think, I think that's mine. I think, and it kind of ended up taking on this life of the life of its own here where someone would have it. And then another thing would pass it to somebody else who would email it to somebody else who'd email it to somebody else. So to see it kind of in print, you know, Mark is a, Mark is a, is a writer and Kevin and Mark have written the, uh, the, children's manual but for me this is the first time seeing my name as a as a co-author in a printed work so it uh, yeah it feels pretty good that something that i thought was going to be a really effective resource just for us in uh, in jackson here that it's kind of taken on a life of its own and now helping out uh, new instructors and seasons instructors all over the country well, I'd love to get some final thoughts from each of you. Um, conclusion to kind of wrap things up. Mark, let's start with you. Um, well, I would say that uh, initially I had some reservations about publishing a list of games and activities because for years people have asked me, you know, I need games, I need games. And I'm like, uh, well, what are your students working on? Like, what do they need? And then you could make up a game that addresses that. And I feel like um, the way I reconciled it for myself was the fact that, uh, and there's even a disclaimer at the front of the field guide that sort of gives people permission to um, use each activity, but change it, alter it, like amend it to match the students in front of you. And in fact, we talked about um, our working title for a long time was the uh, children's field guide also works for adults. And it really could be used for any student um, at any level by any pro. And uh, and what we have, the activities in here, we, we urge readers to change them. And like, you know, like Ryan said, plagiarize. And uh, like, we didn't come up with all of these things. These are things that we've heard too. And, um, you know, use it for whatever you need to most effectively teach your students. Kevin? Yeah, I think for me, like two things. One is, you know, we were trying really hard to create a resource that could be a good template for other disciplines as well. So we hope like Snowboard does one and Telemark and Nordic. But the thing is, it's always going to evolve. So when they get together and they figure out, you know, think of a different idea or add something into it. Um, so I'm really excited to see like where it could go. And the other point I would just make is, you know, we had a real opportunity where Ryan kind of had like a rough draft, but we didn't really have like the like the manuscript. 
down. So we had this opportunity, which I think is really cool. It's like how it works typically in writing is you, you know, think of an idea, you write down an outline, and then you kind of put the pen to paper. Well, we kind of had some of the pen to paper already, but what we didn't have was like, what is the visual asset or what is the visual like context that's going to go with it? So we really had this opportunity where we almost wanted to film all the videos first and then see which ones kind of made it in. Uh, but it was like October, September, September, October. And uh, so we had no snow on the ground. So we really couldn't do that. Uh, but it was like, it's such a good opportunity to kind of actually come up with a comprehensive package. And that's what I think I'm really proud of, of Mark and Ryan and, you know, everyone else and Dave and, and Laura for their support, because this is really what happened. It was just very comprehensive of like, you could even add more, uh, but to add more, it probably would go with the video route, the digital route versus, you know, in print because, you know, at some point you have to print the actual manual. But I'm really proud of all the work that we've done together to kind of create and, and see this evolution. And I'm excited to see what other disciplines and maybe what other, you know, iterations of, you know, five, ten years down the road, what it looks like. And Ryan. Yeah, you know, when I uh, when I sent my original query letter to to Dave Schuling before I had ever been introduced to Mark or Kevin, I had always thought that there was a hole in our training where we had these great resources in the children's manual and the Alpine Tech manual, but when Mark had uh, mentioned earlier, but when we put the stu- the the new instructors out on snow on December twenty eighth those types of manuals didn't necessarily help them. And in the earlier years, the more technical talk of the children's manual and the Alpine tech manual don't necessarily, they don't have a frame of reference to make full use of those yet. Where I think this fills that hole really nicely where we can give them the uh, the field guide and say, you've got a pocket of tricks. Now you can keep kids uh, learning and entertained for a day. And that's when uh, Dave kind of put me together with Mark and Kevin and said, hey, this dovetails in really, really well to what they're working with, to what they're trying to do as an expansion to the, the children's manual that they wrote. So I think it, uh, it fills a, a hole really, really nicely in, the, in our education. Alpine Field Guide, Mark Aiken, Kevin Jordan, Ryan Rabinsky, thank you so much for all your hard work and for joining us on First Chair. Thanks, George. Thanks so much. From the PSIA ASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, I'm George Thomas.